I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. The fu- Hello! Welcome to the Lost Boys podcast with you every step of the way. You have me, Jacob Stowworthy, and me, Jack Shepherd. We are continuing our journey to watch slash rewatch Lost. I'm rewatching. Jack's watching for the first time. And this week, we watch season two episode, The Whole Truth, which is the 16th early number watch. No comment. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> do it. No comment. Okay, cool. Jack, this is the episode. For those who don't know, this is the episode where Sun learns she's pregnant while Henry draws Annalisa a map to his hot air balloon. Jack Shepard. Yes. IRL Jack Shepard. Yeah, that's me. Your views on the episode, please. Uh, good little episode, this, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Isn't it? It's, yeah. a good, it's a good one. It's <laughs> another good one. A, a good, anything with sun in, is good. <sighs> yeah. Do you know what? When we first started watching last, I, was, what, I had quite a lot of hopes. But high up on the list was, I hope you like sun. Of course I like sun. Who doesn't like sun? Who doesn't like sun? It's a good question. If you don't like sun, tweet us and then unfollow us. (laughs) Just unsubscribe. And just go and just kind of question your life. Think about it. Yeah. So you like this episode? Yeah, it's a good episode. Yes, I like it. This is... Do you know what? Like, I really love this episode. I just really love the last few minutes of this episode so much. Okay. Yeah. You again were like, oh, it's ended abruptly, but this is one of the quintessentially kind of classic lost endings you got milk you got that one yeah well, i mean we'll get to it okay yeah. let's let's work through the episode oh, i just love it so much um yeah okay cool well i feel we should start with something um which is which blew my mind and you don't know about it yet okay um but i found out something i was doing a bit of research oh i know i like starting the podcast with a bit of a, a, a revelation a little summon summon i know and maybe it won't mean anything to anyone else however I'm excited. Well, um, there's an e- there's a, there's a scene in the episode where we see Rose and Bernard bickering. The return of of El Scott Caldwell and Sam Anderson, uh, always long overdue, and uh, they're bickering because Bernard's forgotten Rose's birthday. Right? Do you remember it? Yes, I do remember. Don't pay him any mind, honey. He's just mad at the world because he forgot my birthday. Well, I didn't forget. I don't even know what day of the week it is. It's Rose. Saturday, Bernard. And we can work out, like, when when you put all the dates together or whatever from when they crash, which is the 22nd of September, to this episode, it, it dates the episode as the 20th of November. Um, Well, me and you sat down to watch this episode on, guess what? Was it the 20th of November? <laughs> it was, which, I mean... I mean that's, that's crazy. The chances of that... Are you being sarcastic? No, 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 that is... Yeah, wow. It's a bit like the other week when I listened to the the Halloween thing on Halloween. Spooky. What's going on? This whole on? podcast is spooky. Mate, Lost, I think I was just put on this earth to love and preach about Lost. Is it? I don't think that's the only purpose, but that was... <laughs> spreading the good the good word of Lost. A Lost Apostle. A Lost Apostle. Do you know, it's cool. I was thinking about this the other day because uh, this guy tweeted me. He's an old school friend uh, called Ed. Ed Johnston. And I bet you Ed doesn't listen to this. Uh, but if you do... You don't know that. I don't know that. But if you do, hi, Ed. <laughs> Say hi. Hi, Ed. Hi, Ed Johnston. Johnston. Let me say his full name. Hi, Ed Johnston. Cool. Um, and at school, he like gave up on us. But do you know what? He would humour me so much that after the the, the night, the day after I'd watched an episode, he w- we would literally have free le- lessons, like free periods. Right. And we'd go to the library and I would literally print off the Wikipedia or Lostpedia page of everything having the episode and sort it out so it was all in like order of what happened in the episode and just read it to him. And he would just he sit loved there and it listen to and you. he would ask questions. Like he was he humoured me so much. So that's basically the original Lost Boys. Yeah, mate. The best Lost Boys. Whoa. Oh Whoa. I'm joking. Whoa. I'm joking. Feeling a bit feeling a bit funny this evening. You are. Yeah, just like just like mugging you off today. What's yeah. It's been a bit of yeah, you dickhead. <laughs> All day. So we've we're this after work. It's after work. Jacob and me sit opposite each other at work. We do. So we see each other all the time. We do. So I spend a lot. I spend more time with you than I do with any other friend 
or family member or indeed girlfriend? I feel kind of privileged, but also at the same time kind of scared. Scared? About how much time we do spend <laughs> we with each other. We spend a lot of time <laughs> together. It is funny. Um, racking up them hours. Yeah, I know. And then we spend more hours. time listening to ourselves, talking with each other I know, it is in bizarre. a podcast. Anyway. On a, on a side note, we will dive into the whole truth in a second. But it's nearing the end of the year, Jack. And I just want to say I'm very proud of what we've achieved with the Lost Boys this year. Oh, so am I. It's good. It's been good. Yeah, it's been good. And obviously, thanks to pretty much everyone who's listening to this right now. So yeah, yeah. thank you for coming on this journey with us. Yeah, it's been quite special. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, and it's and it's ongoing. We've still got another a long time. We're not even halfway <laughs> a through. A long time. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And we're like deep in the back half of the second season now, which is some of my favourite lost moments are, are featured. So. Um, let's let's get going. Let's yeah, dive let's, into this. Let's start. So I love it here. I've got I've got point one. Sums up the duff. Are we starting from the beginning? Well, no. I I, I thought we were going to do it seamlessly, but let's just let's just go. Let's just talk about. Let's split it into five factions of the episode. Five. So the first. That's faction. not a number. Okay, four factions. I'll get rid nice. of them. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Gone. Number Scratch one. on that. <laughs> do you know what? There's actually not a lot of numbers in this episode, so we're creating all the so numbers. So we're gonna have to create them. <laughs> <laughs> right, so point one, Sun is Preggers. Uh you kind of predicted this from early doors in the episode. I mean they were hinting at it massively. They hinted at it last episode. Well, dare I say they hinted it back in episode fifteen of season one. What? She yeah. wasn't pregnant then though. No, but okay, so they hinted at pregnancy issues. Okay. Sun and Jin. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't ooh. we'll get we'll get to that, but yeah, go on your your thoughts on all of the Sun Prego stuff. Yeah, I think it it's good. It adds adds a bit more to the mystery of the island as well, because obviously mm-hmm. she couldn't be pregnant with Jin's baby outside of the island, and then we discover that she is pregnant, and that it was like this miraculous conception almost. Mm. So it's super interesting, and also because the others are after babies. So you were so worried about Sun in uh, the garden. So worried about Sun right now. Yeah. So the episode finishes with Sun in the garden. Her and Jin have a nice little chat. So yeah, let's let's talk about how it starts with with her in the garden. And Jin's like pissed off, isn't he? Jin rips apart her garden. It's a return to asshole Jin. There's asshole Jin, but soon after we find Jin replanting those plants. Oh. All three plants that he ripped up. Oh, I know, all three of them. He really didn't, like, it's a massive garden. He yeah. didn't do that much damage. No. I mean, obviously enough to piss off Sun. Well, it's brightly. more how he grabbed her arm and, like, tried to yank her away. Yeah. And obviously we've come, like you you, you even said, I heard you mutter. Um, That's old gin. Yeah, for we're past this. Yeah. A bit like you had your issues of Sawyer the other week. Yeah, um, yeah but gin comes round. Gin does come round. Yeah. Like, it's not like we have to wait another season. It's like, oh, no. He is better. And then when we come to the end, you know, he plants the plants back in. Jin wants a couple of minutes alone in the garden. Sun does. Sun. Who did I say? Jin. <laughs> well, Sun. it's process of elimination there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sun. <laughs> Who did I say? Walt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sun wants time alone in the garden. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a red jacket. Never a good sign. Yeah, the old red shirt. You were throwing that out there. Uh, Sun's going to die. Yeah, well, she's going to get, you know, we've already, Jin's already mentioned he doesn't want her being there on her own because she got taken before. And they don't know that it was Charlie. They don't know that. They don't know that. I they, mean, and Charlie, if he has his way, she will never know that. Yeah, Charlie. Fucking Do you think that will ever be unearthed? You can, can you see that ever kind of coming up? Yeah. Cool. I can see it coming up at some stage. I can see... I mean, I just want everyone to turn on Charlie. Mm. Kick him out for good. We'll go in on Charlie again later. Another bad episode for that Another guy. bad episode. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, his mommy. Anyway. Mm. We'll go to we'll that. We'll keep it. We'll keep it with sun right now. We'll keep it positive. Keep the sun shining. Even though I am. Yeah, so I'm very worried that she is going to get actually taken this time. I mean, that's the, it's a really good point that you make, to be honest, mate. It's not one that I've ever really, or, or one that ever struck me as concerning back in the day when I first watched it. But after the whole Claire debacle and getting kidnapped, and especially after last week's episode, seeing what happened to her, I suppose we should be worried about Sun being pregnant. I found this scene really unnerving. Yeah. because Especially because they make a really implicit point of making sure that we know that everyone on the island now knows. Mm. You know, they're just like, they even say, I think, like, uh, you know, in Korean, uh, who doesn't know now? 
you know, we you're probably the last person to know. Mm. And so it really is just like, well, she's pregnant. Everyone knows. The others are going to know now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Some random. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So who 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 does know? Let's go through who knows. So obviously Sawyer finds out first because she asked for the pregnancy test. Yes. Um, Good that, little scene that. Yeah. I mean, Sawyer again, such a bastard. <laughs> so just give her <laughs> what she wants. Like she's obviously not going to come to you unless she desperately needs something. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, I am liking his new glasses. You're loving them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. <laughs> big fan. So th- what about when he's reading that book? What book is he reading? It's, uh, I think it's called Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Or Are You There, Margaret? It's Me, God. Some one or the other. It's a Judy, it's a Judy Bloom book, and Sawyer has no business reading. Sawyer? Well, hey there, sunshine. What can I do for you? How's your book? Predictable. Not nearly enough sex. He is flying through the books. He's a quick reader. He's a quick man. reader, that guy. Are you a quick reader? I'm really No, good. I'm really slow. You know what? Whenever our editor make, tell, brings me over to read something, yeah. and he's like looking at me like I should have read it by now, and I'm there like I'm not even halfway through. Two lines in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a quick reader. <laughs> I read pages and think I've not retained any of that information. I'm going to have to read that again. I, I do all that all the time. time. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are... You know, they like skim read it very quickly. Like Sophie's a really fast reader. Really? My girlfriend. She reads like a, she can read a, like a book a week type thing. I wish I could do that. Speeds through them. I can't. I can't do it we either. We go on holiday. She gets through so many. Bizarre, isn't so it? So does Tim, your mate. Tim, Tim Roby of Telegraph, uh, film pages. He reads about like 10 books a holiday. Crazy. Crazy times. How many books can you read? Let us know. <laughs> Make sure it's a number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait there. No, I can read. I can read forty-two books in a week. <laughs> oh my god! Just getting those numbers in, mate. <laughs> Your number would be zero. Yeah, I mean it is. <laughs> no, no. I read. I've just been reading the same book for four months. Ayo. Uh, yeah. So um, she takes a pregnancy test, and who does she ask to help her? But Kate, of course. Best. Love it. I love those scenes. Best. In fact, I actually do like the scene where she's like. Thanks for not for not asking why you're here and not Jin. Yeah, it's like that unspoken girl code. Oh. And what does the what does the pregnancy test say? What what's what company is it again? I couldn't see what company. Wilson or something. Ah, it's Widmore. Widmore. Widmore Laboratories. That's definitely going to come out at some think? stage later in the show, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Hurley's going to own it or something. <laughs> well, I like your thinking. Thank you. I like your thinking. Um, and then later on. Old uh, Bernie finds out. Bernard. Bernard. Yeah. Good seeing this because you you know what? Jin, he does act like an asshole at the beginning and it, and it, it does come from a legitimate place of concern for son's safety. So I can understand it. And later on when Bernie and son, I like calling him Bernie, Sawyer because of Bernie, so I think we should call him Bernie. Bernie, yeah. yeah. So Sawyer's like, daddy-o and all that. Mm. Bernard's like, oh, you, son's pregnant. And then it plays the conversation backwards. So, can hear it through Jin's point of view, as in, yeah, I can't understand what he's saying. He's like, Oh, I need son, I mm. rely on son. Yeah. It is a bit like, Mate, come on, learn some English. <laughs> he is, he is learning, he word is, but that's time. the thing. Like, he under, he, <laughs> I think Jin selectively understands things. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I kind of mean, you know, the other week when he was with uh, Jack trying to get the guns and all that, yeah, he understood quite a lot. Yeah. But today, he's like, What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's having a lazy day. Oh, Ginny. Um, do you want to know what Bernard and Sawyer are saying to each other when it's played backwards? Oh, go on then. Do you want to reenact it? You be one, I be the other. No. Okay. Yeah, I want you to do two different voices, and I want them to be your impressions of Bernie and Sawyer. This is, I mean, not award-winning content, but okay. Uh, God, the people don't want this, but I'm going to give it to them anyway. They want it. So Bernard, this is audio content, not visual, and that's what people need. Okay. I mean, a lot of pressure on here. But let's go. <clears throat> Bernard. Well, how do you know? Sawyer. Oh, I got my source. Bernard. Well, aren't you going to tell him that? Sawyer. Not my place, Bernie. Bernard. You should tell him, or hell no, let Sunshine tell him. Sunshine, I like that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Sawyer's so. Your Bernie and Sawyer are very similar. <laughs> oh, mate. I think my Sawyer's better than my Bernie, though. 
Yeah. I can't really think of what Bernie sounds like. I feel like he hasn't been in it enough. No, I guess not. Yeah. Anyway. Sam Anderson, anyway. We should get him on. Oh, Sam. So should we talk about the flashbacks? Because it's all it's all very tied in this week. Yeah. Um, good set of flashbacks, actually. Yeah, good set of flashbacks. And and you know, I find Sun and Jin's story really compelling. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, really good. So obviously Jay Lee, or as you call him. Korean Lex Luthor. Returns this week. Um, and he's the guy who obviously taught son English. So we kind of see those lessons in fruition. And it yes. takes place over a certain amount of time because son by the end, is very good at speaking English compared to when she first goes. Um, but we also learn quite a lot in that, you know, where um, in episode five where she meets Jin after double after being set up with Jay Lee, but then she learns that Jay Lee is going to abscond to America to be with a woman. Yeah. Here we learn that that didn't quite work out for Jay Lee. Yeah, and there's a hint, isn't there? That's that son there's Jay an Lee going might, on. Might yeah, might be something going on. So then you're like, holy shit, the baby ain't Jin's. It's Lex Luthor's. <laughs> it's it's Lex Luthor's. Right. But then, the twist kind of I mean I say twist. It's not a huge twist. Is that she was, was faithful the whole time? She's faithful, but what she's lying about is that it was actually Jin who couldn't conceive, not Sun. Yeah. Yeah. Quite clever little. It is a good twist. Twist to the tail. Plays out really well in the episode, like with what's going on in the island. Really it? does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And this is why I like this episode, is that I do think this is a really weird and not thought out point, and I shouldn't probably say it, but I find pregnancy quite soapish. Well, like EastEnders. Yeah. Like yeah. being pregnant, like, I, okay, I'm not, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but House of Cards recently dropped its final season, and it was Car Crash TV. Um, and... There's a sub. There's a, a plot twist later on involving a pregnancy, and it's so ridiculous. Really, and it does pregnancy so wrong. Yeah. Whereas Lost with Sam, and in this episode as proof, um, does it really well. I think it probably helps that you think you know, and it's not like it's not trying to question it. In that, like, oh, is it his? Is it her? Like, you're never thinking that the whole way. You are just led to believe one way, and then the twist is that you were wrong the whole time. Mm. That's the twist. I think that's what a lot of soaps do wrong is that they try and build up that. Is it Martin or Jason? <laughs> and you just like, you're constantly like questioning and then it's a bit like, ugh. Done run, isn't it? Yeah. You, um, at the end where Sun, like, like she, she promises Jin that she's never cheated on him. Um, mm. And they have that hug. And it's well directed scene because her facial expressions, you're a bit like, what? Yeah. Oh no, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where are you standing on the whole thing? Where am I standing? Do you think you think she's telling the truth? Yeah, I think she's telling the truth. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty convinced. I, I do as well. I believe. Well, you know. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying it as in my views from this moment okay. when I watch it for the first time. All right. Where I stand is the same as you. I do believe that. Okay. Do you think they want you to have a bit of a question it a bit in the way that she kind of frowns at the end? I think a tiny bit, but to me that was more of a kind of a frown just about gin in general sometimes because i think there's still there's still a bit of conflict there i mean she was going to leave him and it's because they've been thrown together and she still likes her own time and space so i don't think it's like it's not the best relationship ever they Mm. still you know they're still making amends really so i think it's a little bit of that perhaps Mm -hmm. um you know if michael was if michael was still there we haven't heard about in a long time. Like he's been gone for quite a while now. Yeah, no one seems to be that worried about it anymore. <laughs> Do you mean they're like, he's a bit annoying. Yeah. He's kind of gone. You know what? Like, I remember in the first season, something happened. It was when Claire disappeared. Mm. And I was really annoyed that no one was talking about Claire. But Michael's been missing. And I haven't actually, I don't think I've, I haven't even thought about it until this moment. There you go. But he's done the same as everyone. Well, it's because the, yeah, exactly. I have. <laughs> Um, about old Mikey. It's because other shit's going down, man. A lot, like it, a lot is happening at the moment. Mm. You know, like we were saying last week with the Claire episode. I know you weren't the biggest fan originally, but mate, you lot, turned turn me around. A lot happens in that episode. A lot happens in this episode. You know, we have got Harry. Is that his name? <laughs> Who's Harry? What's the guy in the hatch? Henry. Henry. <laughs> Harry. I knew who you meant though, so it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and Henry. You know, there's all this stuff going on. Mm. It's good. Yeah, no, it's exciting. I'm glad you're feeling that. Because it is, I mean, it just builds. It just builds. Okay. Yeah, builds. 
I think are going to really love the next few episodes. Yeah. Um, well, the remain, remainder of the season, dare I say. Well, um, <laughs> Jack, uh, Jack really annoys me again. Obviously, it's like... I know, I Cut and base. Yeah, you always do this. <laughs> on show, Jack Shepard, when son tests, wants to find out whether the pregnancy test is like legit. And Jack's like, yeah, like it is. And then he says to son, tell Jin the whole truth. Yeah. And Kate's like, by the way, what's that? You're in the hatch a lot. What's going on? He's like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Such a hypocrite. Yeah. I thought that was like the point though, is that he's like this golden boy when he needs to be. Yeah. And then the rest of the time he's actually just a cock. Why do you think he's not telling Kate? Because Kate will just do something rash probably. And she, she'll, she'll tell Sawyer, Sawyer will tell everyone. Mm. You know, it's not going to be a secret. So Also, I think he thinks they're doing something wrong. Yeah. Well, he certainly doesn't like the way that it's been dealt with, does he? No. Um, I mean, we'll get to that because there's obviously Locke, who last week we saw having a bit of a moment and getting quite frustrated with Henry's belief that Jack... Is in charge. Is in charge. This week takes matters into his own hands. He does. He... But we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Let's just, let's just quickly go back to Sun's flashbacks. Yes. Um... Dick moved from the doctor lying to Sun and dropping in all this talk about fallopian tubes when he had no business doing so. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, mate. You let a woman believe that she couldn't conceive just because you're scared that the Her guy husband. might beat you up. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it as well. Because by God, that's not nice or ethical. Jin's a scared. No, it's not ethical. He's <laughs> not an ethical doctor. No, he ain't. He is not stuck to the code there. Um... But I get it, because Jin works for a scary man. Mr. Paik. Mr. Paik. I all, I, when this episode started, I was like, oh yeah, we see Paik this episode. But we do not. We don't. And I'll tell you what, I, in my head, we had seen, not, not giving away that we see Mr. Paik again, but we do. And it's great. <laughs> and <laughs> I really just want some more Paik. And less. <laughs> I need more Paik. I need some more Paik. He's such a great character. We've hardly seen him. You just please me. Um... You have hardly seen him. It's bizarre. Two two appearances? No, one appearance, I think. No, Ridic- I'm sure it was two. Was he in... He does the one... He's at the wedding, or whatever it is. Well, Jin, in- gets the, Jin gets the green light from him to marry son. Yep. And then he gets the green light to beat up the other guy in the other episode. Yeah. But isn't that in... I don't know, Jacob. I'm trying to think. You should know. I know I should You're know. the expert. God. Oh, mate, I need to brush up on my pake. You need to brush up <laughs> on your pake, sir. Um, any other thoughts from the flashbacks that you want to share with us? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I quite, I just thought they fitted in very nicely. Solid flashbacks. Some of the best flashbacks we've seen so far. Mm. Yeah. And do you know what? Again, pretty much, what, 75% of the episodes in Korean? Bold for a network TV show. Yeah. Back in 2005, 2006. Mm. It's good. I like yeah, it's it. It's good. Um, and Jay Lee, when he's like, yeah, I'm not saying you should stay for Jin. Stay for me. Stay for me. Mate, next bloke. to Jin, does he stand the chance? No. Who would have thought it? Jin is, Jin is a hench guy as well, let's not forget. Jin's a good looking bloke. Jin, we love we love Jin. We've got men crush on Jin, don't he's we? He's the Batman to his Lex Luthor. <laughs> no, it's Superman to Lex Luthor. Superman. Oops. Yeah, you're a superhero as okay, well. Okay, if he, if he was a Batman villain, he'd be Bane though. Or Jay Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't he be like a he'd like billionaire billionaire boys club? He just look he's just really rich, isn't he? Yeah, true. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe he's Batman. Well, Jay Lee. Yeah. yeah, but he's like bad Batman. He's he's Batman who teaches English. <laughs> to be, English fair, to be fair to him, he's not bad. Man. Doesn't stand chance with women because he gets sent away from America and then gets rejected by Sun. Anyway, poor bloke, because he's got nowhere. Keep going. True, but the that's, I mean, Locke's got no air. Look at him. Yeah. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. I mean, okay, let's Hair's not a factor, really. It's not a factor. Don't really bring a hair into he it. He just looks like a villain. Who, Jay Lee? Yeah. Yeah, but questionably, Jin is worse at that stage of Sun's life, right? Yeah, I suppose you're yeah, right. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Yeah, anyway, there's lots more stories to be told. Yeah. So... They're the only two who have, like, a really... It is, like, a solid background story where you do want to know more like you could make a series out of like their their old story yeah you really could I don't think I feel like you couldn't really do that with quite a lot of the other people Saeed's perhaps Saeed's definitely you're right Saeed's got a very uh, 
interesting flashbacks. I mean, Locke's Despite flashbacks him. are interesting, to be fair. They are. Locke's is probably some of the best. Locke's flashbacks move me more than any others. Yeah, that's that's like personal drama stuff. Mm. This, like, for Sun and Jin, it's, I mean, it's got that personal side to it, but it is more of like a, a thriller movie with, like, the hitman boyfriend yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. There's lots going on. Yeah, Saeed is like a war film. And then Claire's is like the OC. Well, that was Boone and Shannon's as well, right? Yeah. yeah. There's what's Jack's like? I quite like Jack. Scrubs. It's like no, it's like <laughs> it's like ER back home. Yeah. Like ER after hours. ER after hours. Yeah. What'd you say Hurley's are? The Apprentice. <laughs> the Apprentice. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. I'm trying to think of the Hurley ones. I mean, I would say that Hurley's forthcoming episodes are more interesting than the last few we've had. He's like he's like pushing up daisies or something. Bit something a bit surreal. Pushing daisies. Yeah. I mean the music lends to that as well. Yeah. Um the Yeah, apprentice. I like I like this. Who who else have we got? Um Sawyer. Yeah, Sawyer's like a like a hustle. Hustler, yeah. Yeah, hustle come to life. Okay, so I think the point like they all their backgrounds are quite interesting, but lots of them are quite repetitive. Are you saying Sawyer's is? Yeah, I'd say Sawyer's was slightly repetitive. I'd say, like, not just Sawyer, but a lot of the people we've just spoken about, like Jack as well. Yeah. Even though they're all, like, good in their own way, a lot of them do kind of, there's trodden ground they seem to go over, and I feel like Sun and Jin's hasn't got to that point yet. Okay. You know, we're not seeing, like, oh, he's being a hitman again. It's like his son, and she's pregnant, and there's this whole new thing. Mm -hmm. For Jack, it's been like, oh, he had the wife thing. Oh, let's do the wife thing again. Oh, let's touch on the dad. Let's do the dad thing again. What you know I, what I mean? Um, yeah, I do. Um, and I think I've said this before, but um, Jack, I think I always look fondly on Jack's um, flashbacks because there is a lot more story there to tell than you'd think. Okay, that's... Yeah. I mean, I think you said that before, but it does make me excited, knowing that there's something else out there. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 yeah, I like it. What they right. do with Jack's background. It's good. Um, actually, you know what? The most the worst flashbacks, Kate. You hate them. I always find those episodes really boring. I feel like the world hated them as well. I don't know why. She's such a good character. Yeah, she should. They should be way more interesting. You know, you got like bank heists. Yeah, you got I don't know, like killing her dad. Somehow like, they're awful. Yeah, they are. I mean, I like her dynamic with the marshal. Mm. Uh, but that's obviously. Every now and then, I'm trying to think of Kate's uh, future episodes. Yeah, okay, Kate's are lower down the the list. Yeah, I'd agree. Which is strange, I think. Yeah, no, it is odd. Um, going back quickly to something I um dangled at the beginning but didn't delve into. Go on. Was the hint of sort of Sun and Jin's uh pregnancy in episode fifteen? Yeah, season one. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's very subtle. Go on. But when Claire returns. Um, from being kidnapped by the others, Jin says to Sun, is Claire okay? And she says, yes. And then he says, and the baby? And then Sun looks at him and they show her, look, it's obviously like a taboo taboo subject between the two of them because it's so whatever. And it's like a bit like weird and they look at each other and then she's like, yeah, the, the baby, I think the baby's fine. And it's like really like, oh, what happened there? I think I remember something like this. Yeah, you probably do. I think I remember us talking about it lightly. Yeah, you probably did. It's hard because I don't want to like really like go in on these moments when they first happen, just no. so that later on when it ha- when it comes to light, I can be like, remember that. Um, okay, let's talk about Lock in the Hatch. He is going through. He's listening to vinyl. He is looking at Geronimo Jackson. Of course, he is. At some point, who are a real band. Um, <laughs> Did you ever get a response from Damon? Oh no, yeah, we reached out to Damon. He never came back to me. We're gonna have to ask him in person. Yeah, we'll go for a drink with him. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we'll sort that. <laughs> um, so Locks like takes matters <sighs> into his own hand and he opens up the fold, the Henry fold, to... Anna Lucia. Yeah. And he deems, and rightly so, Anna Lucia, a good person to bring in on it because she was a policewoman. You know what? This is the first time we've spoken about someone's credentials like properly and been like, this person's got the credentials for this. We should bring them on board. It's good. Yeah, finally. Mm. Like, Jack should have nothing to do with it. He's a fucking doctor. <laughs> he, he should be on the island looking after people, not looking like, but, you know what I mean. 
they appointed him that leader. Yeah. He didn't want it. He was a reluctant leader. Was he, though? I mean, he was. Is he, though? <laughs> Is he, though? No, he was. But Annalisa comes in, and she's very pragmatic in her chat with Henry. And Henry responds very warmly to her. Yeah, true. And draws the map to the balloon. Because it's another person saying they murdered someone to him. She literally re- reels off the story about throwing Nathan in a pit and getting it wrong. It's the same story. Like, it's the echo who literally went in there. It was like, I killed two men. And then walks away. And then, and Lucy, I thought she was going to finish then when she went, like, I killed a man. And then was going to just stop there. That would be it. If you're ahead of me, no. you, I feel you'd be more scared. I, I, I'm surprised he's not more petrified. Yeah. Because he does, he's quite cheeky. He gets quite cheeky. I mean, he's getting quite cheeky, old Henry. Especially when he gets out at the end. Oh, it's such a good scene. He's getting cheeky. Okay, back to Anna Lucia. So, yeah, she, she manages to get the map out of him. She does after Locke brings her in and Locke says to her, you're running like the devil's chasing you. Thra- fl- flashback. That's a throwback. Throwback to Desmond. Brother. Tell us about that. That's in episode one, isn't it? Mate, I was so proud of you. Thank you. I was glowing with pride. What, when I said that? You went, watching it. Desmond said that in the flashback. Thank you. The Jack flashback in episode one. Mate, I'm very happy with that. Oh, I well. went home very pleased that night. <laughs> um, Slept well that night. I did, mate. I've gr- even got written here, proud of Jack for picking up the illusion with an exclamation mark. Oh, Very proud of you, mate. Um, that's, the, that's the gratification I needed. Are you feeling better with yourself? I, I'm feeling way better. Good. Can't I can't wait um, to go for a pint after this. I know. Celebratory pint. Um, so, Anna Lucia brings the map directly to Saeed. I like that the only person, aside from Jack, that Anna Lucia feels like she can kind of talk to is Saeed. Yeah. It's quite strange. One. Yeah, I like it, though. Because she feels guilty. Well, anyway, who else is there wanting to come along on the little trip? Mm. But Darth Hoodie can we himself. ignore him? Darth Hoodie. Do you know what yeah. I want to say about Charlie? in this episode, is that when Anna Lucia says, maybe you should give the gun to someone who can use it or whatever, Charlie's like, "Mm, last time you had a gun, you killed someone. It's like, Charlie, you literally killed Ethan. True. When we were about to get answers from him, you gunned him down, you little shit. You little hypocritical shit. Dominic Monaghan, we love you. You're my boy, Dominic. We love you. We love you. We do. But, but fuck. what's that about? Anyway. So Charlie yeah. is just, he's so smarmy in this episode. Like uh, in that scene when he, he puts out the gun and he gives it to Anna Lucia and then he, you know, slowly turns yeah. it to Saeed. And the bit where Anna Lucia goes to Saeed in the first place to ask for help and Charlie's there and he's just like, she was trying to be subtle about the guy in the hatch and Charlie's just like, oh, you mean the guy in the hatch? And he gives this little smirk, like, guy, you want to punch him? Do you reckon Saeed's next to him, like, shut up? Just so uncool, man. Yeah. Play it cool. He's that guy that you kind of want, you expect more from, you want him to be all right, and then he's just so long. You're like, <laughs> oh, mate, you do yourself no favours. He's such a herb. Yeah, he's a herb, mate. He's an absolute herb. I just want to say, I don't know why this made me think, but, for for any US listener, we hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving. Happy th- happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just want to say that because you know we've got a lot of US listeners, and feel it'd be sad, it'd be remiss of us not to say that. So we hope you had a great one. We didn't. We didn't do anything for Thanksgiving. We, we got do... up like normal and went to work because we are boring in England. Yeah, great. So Saeed, I mean Anna Lucia is really rooting. For Henry, I feel. I think she gets good vibes from him. Um, and I like that. I like that we got that flip that flip side of it. Um, and she just really wants him to be telling the truth. Saeed is like ready to kill someone. <laughs> Saeed's on the warpath. Saeed's like, I just he's like, you can tell he's willing Henry to be another just so he can do some shit. Oh yeah. I mean he almost killed him already. I know. I know. Well, about the scene where Anna Lucia apologizes to Saeed and then they go to sleep and then wake up and Saeed's just peering at her. I find just in any... It happens all the time in the movies, and I don't know why, where people just stare at people in their sleep. It's so weird. It's dodgy, isn't it? It's really weird. Like, when when, when do you ever do that? I don't know, but if I... 
I think I've said before. being at a sleepover and waking up and someone was just staring at you. It's a bit paranormal activity, isn't it? Yeah. I think I've tried to stare at someone in their sleep, but to like scare them in the hope that they'll wake up and just be like, like kind of like, out. like stare them into waking up. No, just in like, <laughs> no, I'll like make a noise. I'll be like, boom, boom, boom. Just by looking at them. And then they'll, I just want them to like turn around and me be there like the nun or something. Dude, that's dodgy. <laughs> yeah. It's dodgy. Just dress up in a habit. <laughs> it's so weird, mate. This happens to Andrea before. This happened to her before when, when she Goodwin stares at her before she realizes that he's another. Are we saying Saeed's another, mate? Let the theories begin. Hello. I mean, the theories ended about ten years ago. <laughs> but still, let the theories begin. There, there is no theory to no be had there. At all. You got no, no, no thoughts. What Sai being another? I mean, it's not a thing. But look, it's weird. <laughs> Two times this season, we've seen people stare at. Her. Maybe just she's just it's a, a very attractive thing. lady. Okay, yeah. she is an attractive. She lady. is. She's really beautiful. But it's still, it's a. Can I it's, just say? It's just a movie thing, a weird movie thing. Yes, go on. Can I love Ana Lucia. I think she's such a good character. She's a good character. She's so great, mate. People back in the day didn't really take what take to her at all. I think she's getting better and better. Yeah. Character does build. There was a bit where I didn't like her, and now I'm I'm into it. Yeah. I think it worked. I think her and Saeed's dynamic, especially after that, I'm glad they had a little chat about stuff and how things were going. Yeah. Made me... It was good. It was a good chat as well. Well scripted, and so I'm glad it happened. Bear in mind, it's only been a week and a bit since Shannon died. Only a week and a bit? Yeah. Shit, I thought it was longer than that. No, it's only been a week and a bit. Still, it's good little, good little piece of that. If not, oh, and then Charlie comes along. Oh, with, but his, then, with his papayas or mangoes or whatever. But then he says, oh, so we're not doing breakfast. And it's basically a Lord of the Rings quote. Oh, hit us, come on. Well, I thought it's like the bit when Mary asks uh, Aragorn, what, do he doesn't know about breakfast? <laughs> what about second breakfast or thirdsies? Oh, my God. Is Mary Charlie? You know that bit. Yeah. My God, so it is a Lord of the Rings reference. Yeah. Dude, you didn't you didn't make your excitement clear when we were watching this. I was just, I was subtly impressed. Okay, But fair. also annoyed because I don't want Charlie referencing Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but he doesn't deserve, he's not in the same canon. Mate, like, it's a bit like my uh, concern over the good place referencing Lost. Ah, uh, that was a big reference as well. It's like a shot for shot remake of the op- season two opening, isn't it? Same, who's the artist? It's Mama Cass song. Mama Cass. Not the same song, but no. a, a Mama Cass song. It's got Chuck McGill from Better Call Saul, so Michael McKean, doing the, mor- the morning routine. Um, I just don't really like The Good Place. We used to big up The Good Place quite a lot on this podcast. Oh, mate, I think the season's weak. I Seasons one and two, really solid television, really good. This season feels very lost. Not in that way. Yeah. Not in like the lost TV show, but in a way that doesn't know what it's doing. Like yeah. they were very firm. If you if you've seen The Good Place, hopefully you're not I mean, like they were you knew what was going on. There was like a through line. And then this season it feels very like there's no strong thread to mm-hmm. follow. Mm. I so, agree. I mean I'm a few behind. I actually skipped ahead just to watch the lost did reference. You? Yeah, I did. The minute you text me, I was like, okay, let's see this. And I got angry. <laughs> I did, man. Because, okay, I get that Michael Schur and Demi Lindelof are mates and Michael Schur, it's a loving homage and all that. But um, people were like, oh, picking up some Lost vibes. It's like, yeah, I get you're picking up Lost vibes, but like, it's actually like a shot for shot. Really. Like, oh, it is a shot for yeah, shot. Yeah, it's, it's actually meant to be like a complete rip off Lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's because the character they introduce is supposed to be this like big character who's going to change a lot of things. Well, and you think Desmond is? Well, I kind of presume, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where is he? I, I have no idea. So he's he... only been gone like two weeks, apparently. Oh, yeah. Not exactly. that long. Yeah. Do you think... Um... Him a chance. He's probably in a balloon. Okay, talking of the balloon. Is he going to be with the balloon? <gasps> do you think the balloon's there? Ooh. We don't know, do we? They leave it on a cliffhanger. They get there and Sai is like, okay, it's not here. Let me go back and kill him. And Anna's like, hold up. Hold up. Let's so have give a look. Him a fair trial. <laughs> Let's <laughs> yeah. have a look. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you reckon it's there with the with the grave of his wife, Jennifer? Ooh. I, yeah. Yeah, I do. So you think he's telling the truth? No. Wait, explain that. Why well, he might have planted it. The balloon? Yeah. For his story. In a tree. 
Well, yeah, maybe. How would he get it up there? Well, he'll have all his other mates. Other mates. Yeah. Clever. Thank you. Um, so Henry's playing those mind games. Still. Still. So Jack and Locke have no idea that he sent Anna Lucia on his little adventure to his balloon. And Jack's like, okay, going to offer him some breakfast without telling Locke. You just know that Jack's like, how can I get one up on Locke? Okay, I'll ask Henry if he wants some cereal. Henry's really worked his magic here. He's playing them off each other. They are not having a good time. Yeah, not good at all. I mean, I'm a bit annoyed at Locke for falling for it. I'm a bit annoyed at both of them for falling for it. They're just... They they're kind of just running in circles, aren't they, Jack and Locke? Oh, and is... everyone else, like I feel like everyone else is a bit of like an inside joke, like Jack and Locke. Ugh. Yeah, which is so embarrassing. And Locke keeps talking about the army that Jack was going to start with Anna Lucia and about how he doesn't ask him. He's so bitter about it. But then it's also kind of a weird joke because it's like, yeah, what even happened with that army? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Well, I think that's kind of Locke's point, isn't it? It is like to be like one up, just like. Oh, yeah, that army is starting. Yeah. Like, mm, great. How's that going? <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Um, um, so, yeah. It's, I mean, any scene, as we've said multiple times, with Jack and Locke in is great. And throw Henry in, I think, for good measure. In fact, the Michael Emerson, who plays Henry, they, I think when they watched this scene, they were like, yeah, this guy is a really good actor. And I think they rewrote it to keep Henry in for some more episodes than they had planned. Uh, because they were like, they really liked this scene in particular. Yeah. I mean, the speech he makes where he says, you know, what would I do if I was one of them? These people you claim are your enemies, whatever. And you just, the music that Giacchino like comes up with and Jack and Locke just staring at each other like, what the hell? Well, capped with that line. I'm hoping they're thinking, yeah, just like, fuck, this guy's so weird. Like, he is playing with fire. You wouldn't say that unless you had some sort of motive. Surely they know. They must know. Know what? I don't know, that he's playing them. I guess I earned myself some goodwill for finally doing that map for Anna. What map? To my balloon. Did you? No. Wow, you guys have some real trust issues, don't you? So what do you think, what do you reckon his story is? Uh, Why would he, if he's another, how would he get caught? Why would he get caught? Well, he get caught for this reason, to play people off each other. So what's his game? Well, his game, his game would be to, to split up this pack and make and, them... And do what? Well, no, he just caught, he probably wants, he just wants them off the island. He probably wants them, they're probably in a little safe haven where they can't get sick and he wants them all to get sick. So he's going to split them up, try and get them to part their part ways. You're sure he's another, aren't you? I'm pretty sure he's another, yeah. Interesting. I I mean, that would be that would be a, a smart game plan from the others. I don't know, it'd be a really weird, long-winded game plan. Yeah, but I think because they've made that truce, they can't be the ones to break it. They need to play, be the big men. So if there's a way they can get around it by infiltration, which is no, we know they've done twice before. Mm-hmm. Third time's the charm, as they say. Do you think he banked on being locked up? I don't, well, I don't think he banked on that. Perhaps. He could, he probably... Do you reckon he was heading there and he then he got caught by Rousseau and he was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, I imagine he probably had the plan of like running in and being like, oh my God, I'm this person from wherever. Yeah. Has his story straight with the balloon. Yeah. So it could already be set up and stuff. Interesting. And then Saeed, the... Uh, the torturer. The torturer, the truth knower, <laughs> came in and fucked everything fucked up. Fucked it all up, didn't he? Yeah. Okay, so it, 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 I'm, I'm interested to see, hear your views on that. But um, the final scene, the final scene of the You Guys Got Any Milk, I would rank in my top 10 lost endings of all time. Okay. I love it. I remember watching it just like so well written, so well acted and the way it just smashes to Lost after he says, you guys got any milk? I mean, dreamy. I think it it is good. It's just quite a lot. It's a lot to take in. Like I was a bit just like, I, this whole episode, like I haven't really reflected on it but it is just a lot. Like I was pretty blown away at how quickly it went past. Like at the end of it, it's just like, damn. Yeah. That was big. I think it's a five-star episode. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of the, definitely one of the best ones we've had this season. Of course, if I was one of them, these people that you seem to think are your enemies, what would I do? Hmm. There'd be no balloon. So I'd draw a map to a real secluded place. Like a cave or some underbrush. Good place for a trap. An ambush. And when your friends got there, a bunch of my people would be waiting for them. Oh yeah, we also see Hurley eating a chocolate bar in the middle of the jungle. <laughs> Hurley's just been spending the past episode just like eating by himself in the jungle. That's all he does these days. And a bit of chirps and a Libby on the side for good measure. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's so great. Um... Yeah, so next week's episode. Next week we have a guest. Oh, God, we are the guests are coming in full force. They're flying through. Um, next week we're going to be joined by uh, a great guy, a good friend of mine, future good friend of Jack's. He's called Michael Munzer, and you might know him from the Evolution of Horror podcast, which is doing phenomenally well. Since he, he started it, I think about a year and a half ago now. Okay. Um, I've been on a few episodes of that. So it's it's going to be good to repay the sentiment and have him on here. And he handpicked next week's episode long ago to come on to. And he's watched it and he's done his research. and He's very excited to be with us next week. So, yeah, tune in to hear Mike's view on episode 17, whose title I'm not going to reveal now because it will probably give away whose episode it is. But I would like to hear Jack's prediction. Oh, God. I don't know. Henry. What? No, it's not going to be Henry. Um, <laughs> what was you call him? Harry. Harry. I called my fish Henry Gale. Yeah, you said this the other day. So we got fish. What's this about? We got new fish in my house um, about the time that, about, you know, the time Henry was in captured by our survivors. And I was really liked his character and his lines. And I think it was after this episode, and um, my my mum was like, "Okay, we all get you all got a fish each. Name one." And I was like, "Henry Gale." <laughs> and she was like, "What?" <laughs> so yeah, what type of fish was it? Wait, I was like a goldfish. Okay, yeah. My brother's was called uh, my old bro Matt. He called his Prince. Um. After Prince, or the artist formerly known as Prince, yeah. Nice. And then my little brother Isaac, who must have been flipping very young, uh, like two or three. Yeah, four or five. He called his Corky. Don't ask. And Eve, I can't remember what Eve called hers. Oh, anyway, Eve is my lost loving sister who's dying to watch season six of me, and I'm like, yeah, we will, we will, we will. And she's been waiting for about two years to watch it. Well, she's only got another year and a bit. Until she can watch you with us. Until she can watch you with us. There you go. Come on, Jack. I think it's going to be a lock episode. Oh, why? I don't know. I've got a feeling. Okay, cool. Um, Who's who's he hoping? I'm sure you'd like a lock episode, really. I'd like a lock episode. Yeah, who wouldn't want a lock episode, to be honest? Yeah, that's what I'm I'm, I'm down for. That's what I want. That's what I think it could be. Yeah. any, Any particular reason? I don't know, man. Just got that vibe. Fight, vibe. Also, I think season one seventeen was maybe a lock episode. It was a gin, but good try. Oh, thank you. Well, it's about time. Would you want season one episode nineteen was lock? Yeah, we'd would you a lock episode? I feel cool. Uh, we are. We haven't had one since episode three of Who, season two. And who's your hero of the week, Jacob? So I would say that my hero of the week is Anna Lucia. Okay. Just because I feel like her intentions are good. I feel like she's actually just, she's had a shit time, okay? And no one's really talking to her. And she's killed someone accidentally. And the guilt she's probably got because of that. And then she's got this guy who she who she's introduced to this guy who is presented to her as potentially being one of the people who essentially caused her to kill this person, this innocent girl. And her first thought isn't, I want revenge or I want to hurt you. It's, I genuinely want your stories to check out. Um, yeah. I like her for that. And I, I, she's my hero of the week. That cliff there appears to be this. Uh, score one for Henry. Pointing out the geographical touchstone does not mean he's leading us to a balloon. Maybe not, but at least we're on the right island. 
Mine's probably Sun. Yeah. Just because she's great. And she does, you know, she's honest with Jin. She does, She, you know, she's trying to go about what she's going about in like a nice way because she doesn't want to hurt anyone. Mm. She does believe him in the end. She's really, you know, she's trying to be accommodating to this man who has been quite horrible to her. And so, yeah, I think her forgiveness and the way she looks after her plants makes her my hero of the week. I mean, forwards culture-wise, some will... Yeah, I mean, Sun's hero of the week. Every week. Every week. Um, no one else has grown anything. No one else is thinking about the long term apart from Sun. I know, she's good like that. She is good like that. Villain of the week? Villain of the week. I mean, there's only one, really. <laughs> the Doctor. The Doctor. <laughs> for lying. The Doctor for lying. I mean, he... Yeah. He's villain of the week. That I mean, it's either him or Charlie. <laughs> Charlie doesn't stand a chance, does he? Or or Mr. Peak. <laughs> or who? Oh, Peak. Peak. Just, for, just, just for, for not being there. Just for not being there. Yeah, for I not agree giving us the Peak we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> we need some Peak, goddammit. Uh, where can people find us, Jack? People can find us at Lost Boys Pod. They can find me at Jack J. Shepherd. I'm on Jacob underscore Stoll. And we're on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, Acast? Acast. Do you know what? And if people want to find us, Everywhere. they can find us. We're around. We're around. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. We really do appreciate the listens. And uh, we just want this to grow, don't we? There were some strange places last week that people told us they were listening oh, to us yeah. in. I think one of them was someone said a photo booth in a jet hangar. Yeah, I didn't get it. So they said that I think it was they take photos of stuff yeah i i but it's just it's just set up in this like old hangar so I it's mean, not it's, used as a hangar anymore it's a great location yeah i mean i don't really know either but the, yeah there was that and there was, some guy said he was like hunting yeah which i'm um, you know in georgia in georgia atlanta sawyer would be proud sawyer loves hunt so would Locke's dad anthony cooper there you go he takes him hunting there you go bird hunting um, I uh, yeah no please continue sending those in That's because funny. I kind of love that stuff we also had someone who um, added us to their list of uh, airplane journey listens so that's very nice <laughs> whoever yeah but they were listening they were listening to this podcast on a journey to Australia yeah and it is just like if you're going to Australia <laughs> don't jinx it with yeah. a lost podcast I know I know yeah hopefully then flight's not at 8.15 I mean number watch boom I think we should say goodbye. I think we've just kind of a number watch there. But do you know what? Never, It's never goodbye. It's always a see you soon. <laughs> and we will see you very soon. You're so David Brent. <laughs> it's outrageous. Michael Scott. Oh, you're way more David Brent. I guess it's a good thing I'm not one of them, huh? <laughs> you guys got any milk?